but if you don't know where it is in your Bible and you brought your Bible, probably the best place to start is in the table of contents. Uh, and so what you can do is you can look at your table of contents, and you've got two sections there, Old Testament, New Testament. Go to the New Testament, you see Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts. Turn to the book of Acts and then go over to Acts chapter number 18. So at this point, hopefully everybody is there. So if you're either looking in your Bible at Acts chapter 18 or you're looking up on the screen, if you're there, say, I'm there. Here we go. Right, let's start at verse 19. He came to Ephesus, that he is Paul, okay? And he came to Ephesus and left them there, talking about them meaning uh, Aquila and Priscilla. And he, and he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they desired him to tarry longer time with them, he consented not, but bade them farewell. So, so Paul is now departing from Ephesus, but Priscilla and Aquila are staying there. In Ephesus, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh in Jerusalem. That feast could have been Pentecost or Passover, we don't know. And I will return again unto you if God will. And he sailed from Ephesus. Now, when he landed at Caesarea and gone up and saluted the church, he went down to Antioch. That's kind of the home base of where everything Paul went out to from his missionary journeys. And after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over all the country of Galatia and, and Phrygia in order strengthening all the disciples. So now we see Paul in his third missionary journey, okay? Now in verse 24, this is kind of where we're going to be today, verse 24. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Okay, so he knew the baptism of repentance that John was talking about, but he didn't know, he didn't, he didn't know about the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit that comes through Jesus. Okay, so he had all these things, but he was missing something. Verse 26, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogues, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him, or taught him, the way of God more perfectly. He had all this information and all of these things at his disposal, but he was missing something, and that something was Jesus. And so what they're doing is they're expounding unto him Jesus. Verse 27, when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, talking about Apollos, who, when he was come, helped them much which believed through grace. Notice in verse 28, for he mightily convinced the Jews... And that publicly showing by the scripture that Jesus was Christ. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for a wonderful opportunity it is to come and to learn of you. Lord, you're the one who can change our lives. You're the one who can instruct us in all the ways that we need to go. You're the one who cares for us the most. You're the one who wants the most for our lives. Lord, you care and you have a desire to use us in a mighty way and for us to reach our full potential. But Lord, it starts with us. And the question is, are we teachable? Lord, if you do something and show us something today, would we receive it? And would we take it and would we utilize it, Lord God, because we were open to whatever you had to say to us? So Lord, be with us today. Lord, help us in all these ways. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Uh, the title of the message today, the title of the message today is, Are We, say it with me, Teachable. Are We Teachable. Are We Teachable. 
Now, there's kind of something, I shouldn't say it's funny, because nothing about this is really funny, but something happened a couple weeks ago, uh, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was uh, in, the, in the onset, I was like, man, I don't know if I like that or not, but when I really thought about it, it it's important. How many of y'all have ever played um, any kind of sports whatsoever? Raise your hand, any kind of sports, played some sports, okay? All right, so keep your hands up one more time, played some sports, all right, here we go, all right. Um, if you've played sports for any uh, period of time, and especially if you, if you played sports up into your older age, I didn't do that, okay? I didn't play sports up into my older age. Uh, but I do have, have uh, uh, my oldest son who plays sports, and now he's, he's, he's going into high school, and so he's played it on a, on, a, on a bigger level, if you may want to say. But if you've played sports in any way, capacity, you know about what it is to get a good chewing. Say amen. Okay? <laughs> a good chewing. That's when your coach <laughs> has to get in your ear and tell you some things you don't like to hear. Say amen. Okay, so I was at a ball game the other day, and Riley was playing, and, and uh, he was pitching, and he came in from the dugout, and he got a chewing. Say amen, Riley. <laughs> okay, all right. He got a chewing. Now, I won't go into the details of why he got that chewing. That's really nobody's business, all right? Okay, but, but let's be honest. When you're getting the coach's chewing, do you like it? No, you don't like that chewing, right? Nobody likes to be chewed out by the coach, okay? Now, now, and I know probably Riley's reaction was, I don't like what's going on here right now, okay? Especially the fact there was the, the assistant varsity coach that was chewing him out at that particular moment. Not even his coach for his particular group, but the assistant to the varsity was chewing him out. But here's the deal. Why did he chew him out? Why did he chew him out? Because... He saw something that, that, that Riley was doing, but that he had the potential to do so much more. Say amen. Okay? Why, it, why would a coach ever chew out a kid unless, he thought the, unless the coach thought he had the potential to do better than what he was doing? Because, it, let me just say this, if you're a coach and you just chew out people just for the fun of it, you're a bad coach. You're a bad coach. But if you chew out kids because, you know what, you care about them, you love them, you're saying, hey, I've seen better in this, you have greater potential than this, and they chew you out, take it as a blessing. Because here's the deal. If they didn't see potential in you, guess what they wouldn't do? Chew you out. Because they wouldn't see that potential, right? Okay? Now, that's enough about Riley. Riley's like, please, stop, Dad, right now. Stop doing this. But, but here's, what, here's, what, here's what Raleigh has to, has to learn as, as an athlete, and what we have to learn in general, is that really, we ha- he has to ask the question, is, am I teachable? Am I, taking this, am I taking this from the standpoint of, okay, this coach is telling me some certain things that I need to work on, I need to do better, and so here's what Riley has a choice of. He can either say, okay, you know what, that coach is wrong, that coach is stupid, he should never yelled at me, whatever, he could do all those things, or he could say, you know what, I need to listen. Because what he's saying to me, maybe it's what I need to hear. And here's the deal, y'all know this about coaches, just because we don't want to hear it doesn't mean it's not what we need to hear. And so we have to ask this question, are we teachable? Are we teachable? All right. That's kind of where we're starting, all right? So don't, let's see where else we're going. i got to look at my notes a little bit. I don't have, I don't have points, by the way, so in case you're wondering. <laughs> all right. So, because here's, what, here's the deal. Let's go, back to, let's go back to verse 20. 
Let's go back to verse 26. Okay? Now, we'll come back to this in just a minute. And he began to speak boldly. This is Apollos in the, in the synagogues. Whom, when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took unto him and expounded or taught him unto him the way of God more perfectly. So Aquila and Priscilla see something that Apollos is doing that he doesn't know exactly everything that he's talking about. And he's teaching it in somewhat of a wrong way or not in a complete way. And so what they do is they, they, they take him and they teach him. Okay? And so here we go, verse 27. All right, when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him. And so after that happened, they say, okay, we're going to send them along so they can receive and all kind of stuff. When he has come, help them. And when he was come, help them much, which is believe through grace. So Apollos was helping them. And then finally in verse 28, for he mightily convinced them, the Jews, and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. So the part that he was missing, he now has and he's being effective in it because he was what? Come on. Because he was what? Teachable. Teachable. Now, let's talk about this teachable. Why are we not so teachable? Why are we not so teachable? Because um, let me, let, let's, let's just be honest. I don't know if anybody else would say that. A lot of my teaching has come, has come the hard way. The hard way. Okay? Now, what do I mean by the hard way? Uh, one is uh, uh, by the mistakes I've made. Now, mistakes are really good teachers, aren't they? Okay? So by the mistakes I've made or, or the counsel I wouldn't hear. How many times have somebody tried to help us and tried to teach us and tried to guide us and we said, who cares? And then we look back on it and go, man, if I'd have just done what so-and-so said. Now, all the, all the adults, all the older adults, older adults in the room, uh, do we, is it really, really smart to learn all of our lessons the hard way no no it's not smart at all but yet we do that constantly because we're not what teachable so why are we not teachable why are we not teachable because i think there's a lot of us in here would say you know what buchanan i know i i i, I don't i don't want to receive anything all this kind of stuff so let's look a couple verses so exodus 4 exodus 4 all right, so, so here, here's Moses. He's actually, uh, this is when God talked to him at the burning bush. Okay, and Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And so, so Moses is saying, because of a lack of confidence in himself, basically saying, hey God, you can't use me. You, 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 really, you really can't teach me. It's not because, not because you don't have the ability to do it. It's because I, I, I can't do this. And so, and the Lord said unto him, Who hath made, man, uh, made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind? Have not I, the Lord, noticed this? Verse 12. Now therefore, go, and I will be with thy mouth, and what? Teach thee what thou shalt say. So one of the reasons why we're not teachable is because whatever, whatever God is asking us to do or showing us or, or even someone else is doing, that we, 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 we are not teachable because of a lack of confidence in ourselves. Like, I know what you're trying to tell me, God, but I'm just saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not up to the task. I'm not, I can't do this, okay? And so we, we, we kind of have this mentality of like somebody's trying to teach us something or God is trying to teach us something. We'll look at that both sides, okay? Because God teaches us things, but God also puts people in our lives to teach us, say amen. Okay? So we get both, 
But part of the reason why we're not teachable is because, you know what, I can't do this, I'm inadequate, I, I, I can't be effective. And so God, God or people are trying to teach us something, trying to encourage us in a certain direction, but yet our own lack of self-confidence is holding us back from being, being teachable. Now, the next verse. Next verse. What's another reason why we're not teachable? Okay? So Deuteronomy 4.1. Deuteronomy 4.1, it says, Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel... Okay, so he's talking to the nation of Israel here, okay? Unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I what? Teach you, okay? For to do them, for to do them, okay, so I'm teaching you so you can do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Now, what's another reason why we're not teachable? Because we don't see the benefit. We don't see the benefit. Now, now what was it? Don't take my verse off yet, okay? Back up. Put it back up, please. Okay, all right. So I didn't think I was that funny. Here we go. So, but, but why was he teaching them? Why was he teaching them? So they would do the things he taught them, so that they would live. How many of y'all like to live? Okay, yeah, okay. And to go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Why are we not teachable? Because we don't see the benefit or what or the, the reasoning, the purpose behind the teaching. Like God's trying to teach us something, but we don't see how it's going to benefit us right here in the now. But with these people right here, what they didn't understand, what God was teaching them then was what was going to help them down the road. Okay? So, so some of the things, we look and we go, okay, do I have a, am I teachable? Do I have a teachable spirit? Well, God's trying to teach me something. Why is he teaching me this? And some of you are like, well, I can't see it right now at this very moment, at this very time. Like, why is God teaching me this lesson? Because let me tell you, sometimes God's lessons are really easy, and sometimes they're a little difficult. And we're in this, we're in this teachable time in our lives, and God is trying to teach us some things, and we're like, what's the purpose of this? Why am I going through this? Because here's the deal. God knows the future. And what he's teaching you today may be preparing you for what's to come. Preparing you for what's to come. Okay? So, so one reason why we're not teachable is because we, we lack the, uh, our own confidence. That, that God is teaching me to do this, but I can't really take that step. Okay? Uh, another thing is that we don't see the benefit of it. Like, we can't see forward, so we think, okay, I, I don't really want to learn this lesson because I really don't know what it affects my life or why it's important or anything like that, and I don't know what it's preparing me for in the future. If God is teaching you something, it's for a reason. It's for a reason. Here, here's the thing I, I figured out about God. God does not waste his time dealing with things in my life that don't need to be dealt with. There are, there are so many things that God could deal with me about. But whatever he's dealing with me right now is exactly what I need. It's exactly what I need. But, I, but, but the, in order for me to get what I need, it starts with me being teachable. By the way, I don't know if y'all noticed this. I said, are we teachable? <laughs> I'm including myself in this role, okay? Because even the standpoint of me being, oh, I'm the pastor. And here's, here's what's real. Let me just help you with this because we can fall into this trap. It is not my responsibility to have all the answers. Okay? But I feel that burden sometimes. Roger, you know what I'm talking about. 
You know, you're, you're the pastor. You're supposed to have all the answers and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? Guess what? Me, Roger, other pastors, we're all human like you. Okay? We all listen to the same God, right? And, and as much as we're trying to help you, we need God to help us and teach us. Okay? And, and, and so it, from this standpoint, like, I've got to understand, like, not only are y'all supposed to be teachable, I've got to be teachable. All right? Next. Let's look at our next verse. This is now, this one's going to hit you a little bit, okay? At first you're not going to get it, but I'll explain it. So Psalm 25, now here's David. Here, here's, here's David talking about being, from the standpoint of being teachable by God, okay? It says, show me thy ways, O Lord. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Verse 5. Lead me in thy truth. And what? Teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day long. Go back to verse 4. Go back to verse 4. I'm going to point out some, some key words in this. Show me ways, okay? Oh, okay, all right, we're doing this together. All right, here we go. Start with the part. Okay, show me, okay? You, you, you can stop at the, before the wave, okay? Just the, just the one word, okay? When I stop, just the one word next, all right? We got this, ready. Show me. Ways, oh, teach me, pass, okay, verse 5, lead me in truth and teach me, okay, for thou art the of my salvation on, do I wait all the day. Now, what's another reason why we're not teachable? Because we don't want to do it his way. Because we don't want to do it His way. We don't want to do it God's way. We want to do it, come on, let's do it all together, come on. We want to do it my way. I want to do it my way. But David's saying, hey, wait a second. Like, like go back to verse 4, okay? David's saying, look, show me your ways, God, okay? Teach me your paths, God, verse 5. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For thou art God of my salvation on thee, on, on, on thee do I wait all the day. Now this is probably the point that most of us find ourselves in. We're not teachable because I don't want to do it God's way. I want to do it my way. I want to do it my way. And, 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 and it, 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 I, w- I want to say it gets worse as we get older, but I think every single teenager would probably say, hey, I want to do things my way. So it's kind of inbred in us to do it our way, my way. And so we, 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 what, what keeps us stuck in our lives for a majority of the time is because, and we never find progress in our Christian walk, we never grow closer to Him, we don't change as a Christian, because you know what, if, it, if I'm being completely honest Buchanan, I want to do it my way. And here's the deal, when God is teaching us, when God is teaching us, He's not teaching us to become more like us, he's teaching us to become more like him. Are we teachable? Are we teachable? All right, finally, finally, let's, 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 let's go back to Acts chapter 18. Let's go back to, to verse, um, verse 24, verse 24. Let's just kind of look and see some things that we find out about Apollos, okay? 
And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man. Okay, so he's a person, a, a man of eloquence, okay? Mighty in the scriptures, so he knows the scriptures. Keep going, okay? And this man was instructed in the way of the Lord, okay? And being fervent in the spirit, so it means there's some excitement, some, some passion there, okay? He spake and taught diligently, okay, the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Keep going, verse 26. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. Now, I don't know about you, but Paul looks like a guy who's got some stuff together. You know what I mean? He's got a laundry list. I, I made it here, okay? He, he, he has a lot to offer. He's, he was eloquent. He was mighty in the Scripture. He was instructed in the way of the Lord. He was fervent in the Spirit. He spoke and taught diligently. He spoke boldly. Now, now thankfully, thankfully, Apollos was still willing to be taught, was still willing to learn. But if you had all this... Here's another thing that makes us not teachable because we think we already know it all. Because we think we already know it all. Nobody can teach us because we think we know it all. I had a grandmother. I had a grandmother. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, don't th- I, don't, I think teenagers say this more, say this a lot. But when I was a teenager, I had this one phrase that I would, that I would tell my grandmother every single time she told me to do something. The, word, the phrase was, I know. I know. I know, I know, I know. And my grandmother was the sweetest woman you've ever met. Like, especially, I was the youngest grandchild on my mom's side. Youngest grandchild. Like, that's like, the, you have the babies of the family. Like, I was like, like, like you think the baby of, of like just a, a son or a daughter is one thing? You're the baby grandchild? Like, you are just, like, I, 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 I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was perfect. I was wonderful. I mean, everything was just great. Like, I could do no wrong. I was the baby grandchild. Right? <laughs> yeah. I said, I, I, no, that's what it was before, okay? <laughs> Never mind. I'm really kind of messed up a little bit because, first of all, I'm, I'm the only child to my mom, okay? I, have, I do have a half-sister, okay? So that's a, one thing. I'm, I was the baby grandchild on my mom's side, and I was the oldest grandchild on my dad's side. Isn't that weird? Okay, so really, I'm, I'm, I'm a spoiled brat. Let's just be honest. Okay, so, but I, I would say I know, I know, I know. My grandma was so sweet. She was so kind. My granddad was a little, little rough around the edges at times, but my grandma was so sweet. And I said, you know, I know, I know, I know, and she snapped on me one day. She said, I know, I know, I know, I know. You need to understand that you don't know everything. I was like, Yes, grandmother. Yes, grandmother. And I, I mean, when you see, when you see a seven-year-old woman, like, just bless out her grandchild, like, it, like I was, it was like an out-of-body experience. I was, like, watching this going, oh, my gosh, it's bad for him. Oh, wait, that's me, okay? But nobody knows everything. Nobody knows everything. And so sometimes we're not teachable because we feel like we know everything. You know, I, I, I would be more teachable, but what are they going to teach me? Because I know everything. And I, this is so hard. Let me just, let me just say this. It's, it's so hard right now. 
It's so hard, especially from the standpoint of, of parenting, uh, because because you do you, your your kids, ha, you know, when they have you know, um, like ten years of life experience, <laughs> thirteen years of life experience, and I'm over here going, I've got thirty seven years of life experience. And, and, and wh- wh- why, do we, why, why do we parent the way that we do? Uh, because, because we know some things that they don't know yet. And we want, them to help, uh, we want to help them see that, right? Okay? Now I know that's a challenge because here's the deal. I just told them myself. So you think I'm, I'm mad at Riley or Ty for feeling that way? No, because I felt the same way. But here's the deal. At some point you've got to come, in your, come, in, c- come to an understanding you don't know it all. And once you come to understand you don't know it all, here's the deal. Once I figured out I didn't know everything, I was really, really teachable. I, had a, I remember I had a conversation with um, uh, uh, Brother Malcolm, the senior pastor of Temple Baptist Church, okay? Uh, I've been at Temple now for 16 years. And, and I came into it, so it's 16 years, if I'm doing my math right, I was 21 years old. 21 years old when I started to come to Temple. And they gave me the youth at 21 years old. And I, rem- I remember I, 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 would, I would have conversations uh, with Brother Malcolm, and I'd just go over and over and over and over. And he, he told me one day, he's like, I know, he said, I know, he said, Buchanan, I know you think you know everything there is to know about youth ministry, but you don't. <laughs> because at 21 years old, I thought, man, I got this. I know. And you know what, 16 years later, he was right. Like 16 years later, I see like there's, I, 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 trust me, I, even from this standpoint, I'm like, man, Fairview, this is awesome. I got this. Yeah, okay. I'm learning. Teachable, right? Got to be teachable. And, and this is not, 37, 13, 87, we all can learn something. We all can learn something. Now, now this is the last thing we'll go about. What we, because, just being teachable, but also from the standpoint of, of, of our responsibility to teach others. Okay, so let's go to, to Matthew 28. This is kind of cool because we're going on a mission trip and all this kind of stuff. And this is a great commission and everything. And, and, we, and we see some things in the great commission and we kind of leave some things out. It says, go ye therefore. Go ye therefore and what? Teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Verse 20. What is that no, next one? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Like even from the standpoint of, okay, what's our responsibility as Christians? Our responsibility as Christians is to teach other people. Okay? And so if that's our responsibility, and I know you're like, well, it looks like you're going both sides of it. Yes, we have a responsibility to teach, but if someone else is teaching us, that means we need to be teachable, right? That, that we have a responsibility to teach. And, and, and here's what's, we don't, we don't do this a lot. I, I want to say this real quick. Let's talk about sharing the gospel a little bit. Because it's really been hitting me, and, and, and I, I've been, I know we've been talking about sharing the gospel for a lot of months, and, and almost even a year talking about sharing the gospel. And, and, and I, I, if I'm being completely honest, the, when, we, when we focus on it, we talk about it a lot, I do it really good. When we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks, we just kind of fade away from it. But here's the deal. Do you know the reason why you know Jesus? Because someone told you about him. Someone taught you about him. But, and so what happens is the longer we're saved, we forget that the only reason why we know is because someone else told us. 
And so if someone else told us, and we're thankful for the the someone that told us, guess what our responsibility is? To tell somebody else. To tell somebody else. Because really that's... Let's talk about last verse. 2 Timothy 2.2. 2 Timothy 2.2. It says, And the things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall also be able to what? Teach others also. Teach others also. When it comes to us, us, us teaching other people, teaching other people, and notice about this verse, okay? The things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Now, this is a very good discipleship verse, and we're going to be looking more at discipleship coming into the fall and all that kind of stuff. But notice what Paul was asking Timothy to do. Timothy, there's some things that I've taught you. And those things that I've taught you, Timothy, I need to go teach to someone else. And and, and, uh, this is on the teaching side, but also being teachable, okay? Hopefully, every single teacher doesn't try to teach something they don't have. Does that make sense? Okay? When it comes to teaching somebody else, your responsibility is to teach whatever God has given you, you're supposed to commit thou to other people, okay? And here's the other thing, too. That's something also from the standpoint of being teachable. If someone is trying to teach me about something, that must mean that they have information, they have, they have experiences and things that they've learned that they are in turn trying to part on, uh, part, uh, impart on me. So that, going back to where we talked about at the very beginning, is if I have knowledge, if I have something that, that is, is helpful... If I have something that God has taught me and shown me and, and, and really helped me and then I imparted on somebody else, what it is is that, you know what, they could go to God for the same exact thing. But here's what happens. Instead of God being directly to them, what God has done is he's used me to help them. Does that make sense? Okay. So even from the standpoint of being teachable, that if someone's trying to teach you something, they're, pro- they're trying to teach you something and, and give you something that they've already received and want to pass it on to you, okay? Now, I know you're thinking this is like, well, we went totally two different directions, and I wasn't trying to do that. But we, we should teach others because someone has taught us. Now, here's the questions. Here's the questions. These are, these are, I want you to really ask these questions in your mind and in your heart. Are you willing God to, for, for God to teach you? Are you willing, or excuse me, not, are, are you allowing God to teach you? Okay? Are you allowing others to teach you? Here's, another, here's a good question. Do you have a desire to learn? Yeah, I, Buchanan, I'm teachable. Yeah, but when somebody tries to teach you, are you willing to learn what they're teaching you? And then finally, are you teaching others? Are you teaching others? If not, you may not be teachable. If you're not teachable, you'll never realize the true potential you have in your Christian life. Let's everybody stand. Let's everybody stand. This is our invitation. This is our opportunity to, to, to make a decision uh, based upon what God is showing us today.
based on what God is showing us today. Because here's the deal. Let's, let's, all, let's all be clear about this, okay? God, God is in the process of, of teaching us all the time. He's in the process of teaching us all the time. Would everybody agree with that? Say amen. He's in the process of teaching us all the time. Because just like that coach, that coach sees something, that saw something in, in this individual, that, that here's where they are, this is where they could be, and so I'm going to have to teach them, train them, coach them up to get them to the place they need to be. And I don't know about you, and, I, and, and if, 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 you're, if you can't amen to this one, then we need to go back a couple points. But nobody is where they need to be. And we're never going to be there until we get to heaven, okay? All right? We're never going to be there until we get to heaven. But, but the process, the process of you becoming more like Jesus is an ongoing process. And so God has shown you something today. Now, what is that? See, this is what I'm hoping for. This is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it's not just a, I need to be more teachable. I'm hoping there's some people saying, you know what? God's been teaching me some things in my life. And you know what? If I'm being honest, Buchanan, I haven't been willing to learn. So my question today is, are you, are you going to continue to be like, ah, I know it all, or I don't need it, or, you know, it's not important, or, you know, I want to do it my way. Are you going to stay that way? Or are you going to say, you know what, if God is teaching me, if somebody else is teaching me, it's for my benefit, it's for my, for my betterment, it's so God can use me in a more effective way. Like today's the day where you need to be like, look, and here, man, this is so great, so great, so great. I'm not asking you in every part of your life, but there's one part of your life right now you're not being very teachable. Start, start with what God is doing right now in your life. Whatever He's teaching you right now, be obedient to listen and learn and do what He says. Okay? Well, Buchanan, what if I don't do it the next time? Okay, that's the next time. What about right now? What about right now? Okay, a couple decisions you can make. We have volunteers down here, okay? Roger, Saranda, they got Bibles in their hands, okay? The, one thing that, from the standpoint of, of, of what is God teaching you, one thing God may be teaching you is that you're not saved. And you don't know Christ. And, and let me help you this. You, you, you cannot, God cannot help you in all the other things in your life until you get that one thing right. It starts with salvation. So if you're like, man, I want to, if you've been coming to this church like, man, I'm going to become a better person and this and that and all that kind of stuff, but you haven't put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I'm not trying to say this in an ugly way, but you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time.